Morale among federal employees who were forced to work during the government shutdown has tanked. Federal News Network surveyed nearly 1,000 furloughed and accepted federal employees about their experiences during that shutdown. Nearly 90% of accepted employees working without pay say morale is worse at their agencies after the shutdown. Much worse. Many describe their fear that their colleagues would decide to quit or retire early. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now with more of those survey results. Nicole, let's start with morale. Describe some of the impacts you heard from people responding to the survey. Today, I'm going to specifically cover federal employees who were accepted during the shutdown and who were working without pay during those 35 days. I think a few others of us are going to come in and talk to you more about the furloughed employees and the contractors group. But about 90 percent of accepted employees who took our survey said that morale is worse now than it was before during the government shutdown. And that's not too surprising, but 90 percent is quite a high number. About 10 percent said that it was about the same. And, you know, one person commented, it is horrible to work without pay, protecting the lives and property of people who don't care about how the shutdown affects you. Never have I seen morale so low. Another said, my agency is already in the lowest rankings for morale, but the no pay status drags us even lower. They're trying to manage their financial responsibilities at the same time. They say they're getting mixed messages about what they can and can't do during the shutdown. And they describe, you know, the sense that they feel as if they're being um, used as pawns in a political game. They, They feel that the loyalty is lost from federal employees who might just be trying to do their jobs. So the morale, I think, is is really the big takeaway, I think, from this survey, at least from the accepted employees who had to trudge into work while maybe some of their coworkers were at home. Because those people that did work, that were not paid, that interfaced with the public, I think did get a pretty good deal of sympathetic understanding from the public they were dealing with. Yes, I think... That the sense that, well, maybe the public knows a little bit more about what we do and maybe some of the services that we provide that they just overlook on a day to day basis. I think that point has been made a couple of different times. At the same time, one interesting thing that I heard very frequently in some of the survey responses was just the sense of frustration about they had to go to work and their coworkers didn't. And Everyone will be paid as if nothing happened. And I think that's one of the biggest points of frustrations and one of the, you know, the little challenges kind of nagging at that morale issue that the accepted workforce anyway. Yeah, so there might be a little tension among federal staffs as they get back to work because of those that did work and unpaid and those that could stay home. At least if you could stay home, you could do other things. You could have some fun if you had the money to do so, or you could do that painting and house touch up and a lot of these things people don't have time to do. So maybe they had a little bit of an advantage in terms of at least enjoying life a little bit. Right. And one commenter essentially made that point and said, you know, we're incredibly frustrated by the quote unquote free vacation that furloughed employees are receiving. They get to stay home. You know, they're practically insured that they'll get back pay. They're eligible for unemployment and we are not in many cases. And they have time, actually, to maybe go out and seek some of that gig work that we were talking about while the shutdown was going on. If you're working full time as a TSA agent, you probably don't have time to go drive for Uber. If you do, your life is going to be pretty hectic. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. One advantage, though, the people that worked that did not get paid do have is they can be party to those class action lawsuits 
and eventually get liquidated damages, whereas if you were furloughed, you may not. Right. That is a good point. At the same time, I think the ramifications of that 2013 lawsuit are still not quite known, especially considering the fact that they're still calculating the the damages uh, for the employees who were part of that 2013 class action lawsuit. So it'll be interesting to see how that continues and if we'll finally get a sense of what exactly people are going to be getting. And so give us some of the numbers. Uh, What were some of the biggest frustrations by the numbers that this cohort that we're talking about, the accepted employees have? Well, we asked this group to rank with one being the most frustrated and four being the least frustrated. Some options of things that, you know, were challenging their lives at work during the shutdown. And 60 percent said that the lack of support staff to help them with human resources or finance and budget questions was actually their number one biggest frustration while working during during the shutdown. Another frustration was just, you know, low supplies, lack of tools and no training. Several people mentioned no training. I wish I could have been in training right now. Um, And that was another frustration that we heard from this accepted employee cohort. Um, You know, I mentioned the, the comments about, you know, people being, I think, maybe not jealous, but just not thrilled with the fact that some of their coworkers were sitting at home. Yeah, somebody could waltz in and say, well, I got my whole house repainted. I've been trying to do that for years and I got all my spring cleaning or winter cleaning or whatever it was done. How was it here at work? That could be a tough conversation. And and many of them said, you know, I had to pick up more work because some of my coworkers weren't here. And so I had to pick up the slack, not necessarily perform the duties that they would have been doing if they were there, but just kind of the little things that you don't think about that had to get done because fewer people were in the office. Now it's over. People are back. What are their biggest concerns in the survey now that the shutdown is over? Well, no surprise here. 78 percent said their biggest concern was getting back pay, benefits, et cetera. Once the shutdown ended, you know, one person said, while the shutdown occurred, we're in the midst of selling and buying a house, relocating. My husband is retiring next week. My salary is the main source of income and we're waiting for closing and we can't use it because of our credit cards. The realtor told us that they had heard from another federal employee customer whose mortgage loan had been denied because of the shutdown. So we're holding our breath until we sign papers next week. So that was, you know, people mentioned a lot of stressful points about, you know, lack of finances. I can't pay for a wedding that I was supposed to go to or I was supposed to see family and now I'm not sure I can do it because of my financial situation. About 14 percent said their number one biggest concern was getting work back up to speed. You know, one person said his agency missed four in-depth reviews of air traffic facilities to make sure that they're meeting standards. Another said projects at at his agency had been delayed. Another said, interestingly enough, well, what's the rush? Why worry about working through the backlog? We've already been backlogged for 35 days. What does another few days do um, to all the work that we have left to do? Another concern, possibly the second most um, priority here, 45 percent said they were concerned about rebuilding engagement and morale at their agencies. One person commented, I'm not sure how many times this can happen to me or my colleagues, whether it's the fear of having to buy groceries or pay rent or mortgages with no income, the ability to just function on the job when systems are broken and cannot be fixed due to the furlough or having to ignore requests from the public because we're not funded to engage on that project. This is a horrible situation. It's unsustainable. Yeah, I think that sense they have of being alone because the public has no meaning for them, despite the requests that come in because they can't fulfill them. And the fact that the support staff and the training and the HR services 
it's like you're out on a boat by yourself, out of sight of land, and somehow you're trying to sail somewhere and you don't know where you're going. Yeah, really the only, I can't even think of a comparable situation that others might have found themselves in while they're at work. The only thing I could think of is if, you know, maybe half of your staff gets off to go on vacation and you're left, you know, to pick up the pieces. One other thing I wanted to point out is the fear of whether their colleagues would quit or retire. We definitely heard that sense in some of the comments. One said, I'm deciding whether my years invested are worth staying in federal service or if I should move to the private sector where I will be treated better. Another said, I'm probably aware of that one. (laughs) Yeah. Another said, I'm probably going to lose my work partner. She's talented and she's looking for other things. And they were upset with that situation. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out her story at federalnewsnetwork.com.